You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? We are back with another edition of Play Tessie. It is a short one today. It's just me. It's just Gordo here. Uh, but I'm here in Nashville at the winter meetings, and uh, I'm going to give you a quick recap of the uh, the day that was pretty event- uneventful today because the buzz around here in Nashville, the buzz around the, uh, the hotel here at the winter meetings, the buzz is that there is no buzz. Everybody is sort of just stuck guessing about Otani, giving their takes on Juan Soto, trying to come up with reasons why he won't eventually end up a Yankee. Uh, newsflash, he's he's going to be a Yankee, but we'll get into that. Uh, but I'll still give you a rundown for the day, try to get everything I heard, uh, Some most of it Red Sox, but like obviously you know, the major storylines here at the winter meetings uh, don't have to do with the Red Sox right now, but let's start with the Red Sox. First off, they, hire, they hired a new director of pitching, Justin Willard from the Twins, uh, which further signals Craig Breslow's intention of overhauling the Red Sox pitching program. Um, but, yeah, pretty self-explanatory there. That kind of just dropped today. Uh, Julian McWilliams of the Boston Globe with the scoop there. Um, but, yeah, just vibes-wise, felt as though the vibe around the hotel was that the Sox, they just, it feels like they're m- most interested, first and foremost, in pitching, of course, but more specifically uh, in controllable starting pitching. Craig Breslow has not shied away from his belief that the Red Sox need to improve the pitching staff. And uh, he and Cora went on MLB Network today and both talked about how part of that improvement, not just with pitching but with the overall team, is that they have they have a, they believe they have a lot of talent on the roster that can get better. They cited the, the pitchers they have on the roster, the Whitlocks, the Hawks, the Cutters of the world, like guys like that. And they even talked about their belief that the guys they have at second base can get better. We all know that that is likely just their standard you know talk they, they don't have any moves to 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 announce or anything so all they can do is talk about the guys that are on the roster and uh how they believe in them you know whether whether that be to get through media availability whether that's because they actually do believe in them and, and maybe they will get real opportunities or whether that's just you know speaking because they they have to say something they did say it i I still think they're going to add from the outside at second base. They certainly didn't rule that out. I still think they're going to add multiple starting pitchers as they've said they're going to do. But I I thought that the vibe today around the winter meetings was that the Red Sox were going to add a starting pitcher with control. And when I say control, I'm not talking about rentals and I'm not even talking about guys with two years. Like we, we've heard a lot about Dylan Cease. He's, you know, the talk of the town, He's been the talk of the town for, for months as a guy who could get moved, but we haven't heard anything doing with the Red Sox in that in that regard. And I think it's because it feels like they're after guys with three or more years of control. Uh, two of the names I heard thrown around today, more so speculative, speculatively, 
than uh, than people who have actually heard anything. But it was Logan Gilbert who Sean McAdams suggested in his article uh, that came out tonight on MassLive.com, and uh, it was George Kirby, also of the Mariners. A uh, couple other or a few other names that I think could fit that mold as guys with three plus years of control: Brian Wu and uh, Bryce Miller, both of the Mariners. And then you got all of these Marlins guys: Jesus Lazardo, Braxton Garrett, Trevor Rogers, Edward Cabrera. And then Brady Singer's name has been thrown around in trade talks for probably over a year at this point. Maybe the Twins talk Bailey over. Maybe Joe Musgrove could fall into that category because technically he is controlled even though it's $20 million a season for the next four years. Uh, that's more of an outside-the-box candidate. The options there are limited. Teams don't typically like to trade guys with all that, with all that much control. But in these cases, you know, the Mariners and the Marlins have a lot of pitching. Obviously, it gets a little bit more difficult with the Marlins with uh, Sandy Alcantara uh, undergoing Tommy John surgery. But the Mariners have a depth of pitching. There's some talk that maybe they've offloaded all the salary recently, like most recently with the with the Jared Kalnick trade in which they offloaded around $30 million of salary for overall. Um, but that they could potentially be freeing up salary to do something. And one of those things maybe they would do is sign Blake Snell, who desperately wants to pitch in Seattle, his hometown. If they do that, it just opens the door even wider for a potential trade of one of those controllable starting pitchers. Obviously, you should keep an eye on the Rays, who the Mariners have reported interest in multiple guys that the Rays have on the block, including Isak Paredes and Randy Rosarena. Uh, but you never know. The, the Sox have been very quiet. They, this has been a tight-lipped regime since Craig Breslow took over. It it feels to me like those are the types of guys they have their eye on. Those were the types of guys they had their eye on under Heim. Just because Bre Craig Breslow replaced Heim, he still got that same staff. The same staff that seemingly was on the same page with Heim Bloom with the types of guys they should be targeting. So even though guys like Dylan Cease, and I'll throw Mitch Keller's name out there too, they have two years of control, I would be hesitant to, uh, to see the Sox or to predict the Sox trading for anybody with just one year or two years of control. I would I would start to look to keep your eyes on guys with three or more years of control. Uh, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Just moving on, there was a, another report John Heyman said on his Bleacher Report stream today that the Red Sox are in on Seth Lugo, who is a solid pitcher. Obviously, you know, Heyman has said in the past that he believes the Red Sox are going to do something big. And I heard from someone in the know today, and this is nothing new, that the Sox are looking to do something big. But he said that it's just hard to figure out what that thing is, considering they're not necessarily the favorites for any of the biggest guys, like including Otani, Yamamoto, Snell. doesn't seem like they're in on Juan Soto. So, yes, they're looking to do something. They're looking to make some sort of a statement, but it doesn't look like it's going to be one of, like, it looks like you're going to have to look outside the box if you want to try to predict what they're going to do. But, yeah, I would, I would look at the guys with three-plus years of control starting pitching. Um, and obviously to acquire that, they're going to have to part with some talented prospects. We 
we heard Craig Breslow today talk about how you know it's a balance if you want to get a controllable pitcher and obviously the benefit of getting a controllable pitcher he said was that you don't have to dip into the free agent market every single year but to do that you have to part with some really talented prospects and that can include Marcel Meyer can it could include Roman Anthony it could include Kyle Teal it could include multiple of those guys if you want to get a guy like Logan Gilbert or George Kirby guys like that that's what it's going to cost and it's hard to swallow and it's going to be hard for them to swallow but if that's what they want and they don't want to break the bank and they don't want to invest over 250 million dollars in Yoshinobu Yamamoto which it's increasingly likely is going it's going it's going to take that you're going to have to part with some of those prospects and it's going to be hard uh just some cleanup stuff uh seems just based off the reporting here that Otani and Yamamoto could both sign post meetings Certainly, Yamamoto looks like he's going to because he's going to take meetings. Uh, so far, the Mets are the only confirmed team to have a meeting lined up as of this recording at 9.37 p.m. on Monday night. Uh, surely, he will have more teams lined up for those, but those have not been reported yet. Uh, and the latest with Soto is that he's got a chance to be traded during the meetings. People are unsure whether it's going to be during the meetings or, or after. I've, I've heard people talk about like within the week, which obviously could take after the meetings, but who knows. Uh, the latest reporting suggests that maybe the Jays have a shot or possibly the Mariners. Uh, but I, I still expect the Yankees to get it done. I've wrapped my head around it. That's that's where I'm going to be until it doesn't happen. So, yeah, this guy thinks the Yankees are getting Juan Soto. So just buckle up for that. Uh, hopefully tomorrow brings more news and buzz. Uh, some people are nervous that Yamamoto and Otani not signing here during the meetings could lead to an inactive winter meetings and I'm definitely starting to fear that just based on f off of what we saw today. We saw practically nothing go down today. Like one of the biggest news that we got today was Eric Fetty maybe agreeing to a two-year deal worth over worth more than $5 million a year with a mystery team, and that was never even confirmed, and that may not have even happened, and that was one of the biggest news drops of the day. So one of the more inactive day one of the winter meetings you could have expected. Uh, but you never know. Uh, if anything happens, you know where to find it. Follow me on Twitter at Boston Sports Gordo. Follow Play Tessie. Obviously, rate it five stars and subscribe. Uh, you'll be sure to hear about it from us. Uh, that's all I got for you today. Uh, this has been Gordo on Play Tessie. Uh, as Coop likes to say, toodaloo.